Before we get into discussing our favorite women of Bravo, I just want to remind you that you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or Stitcher. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us five stars. That helps us reach more people and makes us easier to find. For more information, go to our website at housewives-historians.simplecast.com. That's simplecast.com. And as always, all episodes of The Real Housewives are available on Hulu if you'd like to watch ahead of time and follow along with us each week. And reach out to me, Jordan McKenzie. That's at McKenzie on Instagram or Twitter. J-A-Y-M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-E-E on Instagram or Twitter with any questions, comments, or if you want to be a guest on our show. And with that, enjoy. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Housewives Historians Podcast. That little podcast where we dive deep Ooh. into ancient housewives history. I'm your host, Jordan McKenzie, and with me, as always, my co-host, Amanda Brown. How are you? A little hectic, little frazzled, but back on the air to razzle and dazzle, feeling real nice. We are back from summer vacation. Uh, it's been probably six weeks since you've last heard our beautiful voices. How has the past month been, Amanda, for you? It's been truly insane. Uh, Oh, first, real quick before we get into that, I can't neglect to give a shout out to my clan, uh, CSL. CSL for life. Heckfire's still in business. Somebody (laughs) might have shouted out this podcast in the clan chat, so we might have some listeners. Okay. And it wasn't me. It was my mom, (laughs) uh, Caffeinate. What's the name of the clan again? CSL. To CSL and all of its members, we appreciate your listenership and happy rating. Yes. Happy rating. Okay, that's... (laughs) And happy rating by coming to our website and rating us five stars on Apple Podcasts as well. Yes, please do that. (laughs) So it's a mutual beneficiary, uh, you know. I'll keep the clan packs coming, babies. Just (laughs) do what we need. Um, So anyway, the week was eventful, interesting, politically charged, (laughs) crazy. It was all a blur. Um, A lot happened for sure. I want to say stuff, but I don't want my mom to worry. But also, it's kind of good content. Somebody might have woken up. We'll just say it. We'll tell the story like this. Somebody might have woken up uh, after a long night of debauchery and a long night of um, heck, fire and wine and had a doctor's appointment that she could not miss. Uh huh. And that person may have gone to the doctor a little bit. Uh, tipsy. I don't <laughs> Is this person doing okay in life in general? Or are they? Hey, this person feels great now. <laughs> okay. This person's doing just fine now. <laughs> Everything's settled and simmered and uh, doing fine. So yeah, I went to the doctor. I think I was still drunk. He could smell it on your breath. Yeah, he can smell it somewhere. <laughs> it just kind of comes out of your. Pores. Was it a dental appointment? No. Okay. Just a general. Just a general practitioner. Yeah, and I wanted them to take my blood, and they took my blood. And he was looking at me. I just remember him peering over his glasses at me like. In a judgmental gaze? Oh, man, he did not like my ass. <laughs> and I don't blame I him. I mean, wh- what time were we talking? 7, 8 a.m.? Like, that's. Uh, okay, well, that's not relevant, is it? <laughs> <laughs> More like we're pushing worry. noon, aren't Let's we? Don't worry about what time it was. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, the rating, as you say, happens a little later in the night. So it's perfectly practical <laughs> for someone to stay up till 7, 8, or 9 in the morning to get everything done. 
Well, and, and you're you're a self-proclaimed night owl. I mean, being a you're in your profession, yeah. then I mean, I would of course you would be up at all hours of the night, you know. But you know, it does throw off your circadian rhythm. But is that an excuse? No. Does anyone else have that problem at work? No. The real question is, how did the the, the checkup go? Everything? I don't know. I still have to make a follow up. I'm kind of embarrassed to call. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like when you uh, freaking just you overshare because that's what I did when I was in there. I was telling them too much. Oh, I feel that. And now I don't want to call back, and I kind of made an ass out of myself, so I don't want to be like, hey, how's that blood looking? I, but I have to. <laughs> I'm going to have to. On a side note, I feel that exact same way because my car's in the shop, and, you know, being an adult person, you know, you, you kind of have to bite the bullet sometimes and, you know, get things that need taken care of. So while you were in the hospital, I was, in, I was taking my, taking uh, my car to the, the car record, hospital. It's not the hospital. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't want anyone to think I'm sick. Just a regular, normal... Regardless, so today I found myself literally calling the the mechanic, just gen- doing a general checkup, being like, "How's everything going? Uh, do you think I'll have it by today, tomorrow, next week?" Blah blah blah. This is the third time I've called him in two days. I'm just like that very sounds insane. My anxieties present themselves in strange ways, and so you know, especially when it comes to like the only way of me getting in and around town, I need you know, I need my I need my car in the best hands capable. So I want to make sure that they're you know there at a moment's notice and. They're going to screw your car up on purpose now. I think so. You ruined it. (laughs) Overkill, a heavy hand. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, we have a guest in the building. So normally we don't always have guests. It's sort of by appointment only. You know, you have to call in schedule. We don't really go out and ask around. But joining us this week, uh, he was begging. He's practically begging me to He's do it. He's crying right now. <laughs> um, Xander Contreras, how are you? Hello, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for forcibly letting me. Um, I did do it begrudgingly, by. not begrudgingly, but I, I, I will give the, the reasons why you wanted to do the show. Because okay. you don't even watch Real Housewives from what you told me. Well, yeah, I had, um, I had never seen the show prior to um, this little uh, meeting, but... Um, when Jordan had in li- we worked together, um, and he had told me about that he did it, and um, I thought it was cool, and um, I had interest in being a guest, and um, we just weren't able to like really work it out um, over and over and over until like eventually like um, I think last week um, when we had a little bit of get together, um, there also may have been a little bit of wine involved and uh. what have you, and then yeah, um, I may have drunkenly just being like I'm coming. Yeah, he he, he pretty much forced himself <laughs> upon it. Um, well, he took advantage of it. Okay, but at first I thought it was going to be you and um, your lover joining us. But because I was we were going to do like a fun dating game. I had one planned, but then you guys weren't. I was just you, which is fine. Oop. I just I, I I had to cancel the whole segment. So Ooh, the next time like we have a, <laughs> why is that not controversial? I just I thought we had, you know, I thought I was planning ahead. That's all. That is a little juicy. <laughs> I mean, we can still do the dating game. I can like be like. No, it wouldn't work. <laughs> oh, <dang>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to go into it before we get into the the drill, the everything of the episode. I have a little bit of a story to tell from the past month. So do you ever know the feeling? You know, they have, you know, they say things like, oh, you know, Mercury is in retrograde or like a full moon. Something happened to me, too, but we can mm-hmm. deal with that later. Okay, well, go ahead. over the break, over the past month uh, and a week, I turned 30. Mm. And I, you know, I took it, I took it on the chin, you know, everything's fine. Uh, you would Happy think, related. thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, you know, me and some of my girlfriends, we, we took a little trip out of town and, you know, just for a night, just to let loose, let's have a good time. You know, I'm turning 30. Let's just let, let everything go. Um, little did I know that Mercury was in fact in retrograde at the time. Uh, there was a full moon 
Um, I was turning 30. So all the, and I'm a cancer. So like nothing is going to be working in my favor. Uh, let's just say, you know, the night started out typical fair. We're going out to the bars. We're taking shots. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many lemon drops I had. Oh, you were doing the sugary shots. Sugary shots. Yes. While also drinking canned wine because canned wine. (laughs) Well, because a lot of these dirt bag bars where we were, they didn't have like bottled wine. They just had it in the can. Rose in a can. In a can. Yes. But I was doing Pinot Gris, which it really doesn't. It was white wine in a can. That's all you can say. Oh Lord, that goes down fast. I'd imagine. So, well, yeah, I Just mean, crushing it. I, I I felt like a frat kid, a frat guy, um, shotgunning a Pinot Grigio. Yeah, which you know, knowing me, it's I'm I'm not above it. However, so you know, we're we only went to three bars. You know, I'm not like in my early 20s anymore. I can't go to all these bars. Three is too many for me. Well, I mean, I was I was definitely rallying. I and we were tying one on, and so by the time we got to the last bar, which you know was a fun, more dancey, gay vibe, and I was just sort of. I was at my at the peak of of any kind of like I should have called it a night. I should have said. Were you spinning around as you like to do? I like to spin and flip. (laughs) (laughs) We were dancing there. I might have requested to the bartender who controlled the music. And I said, look. I just want to hear "Money" by Cardi B. I, was guess. <laughs> like, oh, I just want to hear me of that experience. "Money" by Cardi it. B, and he played it. You got to that level. I did. Unfortunately, um, All you need is a- <laughs> unfortunately, Money. that's when the lights turned off. Not of the bar, but of my brain. Oops. So at that point, not only was Mercury in retrograde, but I myself was in retrograde. So I was full of chaos to the point where I wake up the next day and I sort of open my eyes and I'm like where am I? Like, I didn't even know where I was. Like, it was so bad. And my roommate at the time, who's in the other room, she goes, do you know what you said to me last night? Do you understand how rude you were? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, no. But I had to double down in the fight because I'm too prideful. So I'm like, yeah, I stand by everything I said. (laughs) And and it got to the point where it was this sort of knockdown drag. And I'm still drunk, by the way. I mean, I am still if I were to drive, which I did because I had to go home, I would have been pulled over and and I would have went to jail. Um, So don't don't do that, guys, please. We have that on record. Learn from me. So, yeah, I sort of uh, by putting the pieces together, I guess the group had sort of asked me like, hey, it's time to go. We're going to go back to the house. And I I simply said, no, I'm going to stay, but have a good night Um, at the bar at the bar. I'm going to stay at the bar. And I did have a good friend of mine who lives in the town we went to. uh, So I was with him. And so we were just going to tie one on a little more. You know, who cares? And uh, apparently I get back to the house that night and I am ranting and raving about how dare you how dare you leave me alone at a bar oh no if my friend had not been there with me you know what would have happened anything i would have been alone at a bar thank your lucky stars that my friend was with me you're lucky so i was psycho i'm a psycho i'm a psychopath uh proven tried and true it was so bad and like nothing like nothing like waking up on your 30th birthday like feeling like a toasted piece of garbage like, like a little mm-hmm. baby <laughs> with no memory retention whatsoever <laughs> it was the worst and then like i, I spent the next <laughs> night at my parents house because they live close by and i wanted to see my mom but i felt like such shit yeah. like she Were you, like super hungover yeah I, I she's like oh give me a hug and i said i don't even you don't want to touch me don't like, touch me i'm a creature i'm a cretin 
So I spent most of the 24 hours at my parents' house in the bed, my poor mother barely getting to speak to me. Like, it was a tragedy. So zonked. I'm hoping that I got all of that nasty 20s energy out of me, and so now I can look forward to a a less problematic decade? We'll see. I'm just saying. You you know what? The the older you get, the more simple it becomes. (laughs) The less of those incidents you have, I promise you that. As bad as it gets, you know. The worst thing I did, I guess, was go to the doctor a little tipsy. <laughs> I really don't. I don't. I'm here to make you feel as comfortable and like a okay with your choices. That's Thank all you. I can do for this you. This is this is great. I love trading stories like this. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think I would look so bad on air today, but uh, <laughs> look, we're just like everyone else. Like, yeah, come on, we're, um, we're holding it together. <laughs> anything else to add before we move on? I'll be 31 soon. Um, and hopefully it settles down for me then. That's all I have. I'm wishing you zero birthday breakdowns. That's Thank what I'm you. wishing you. For I may your not even, I don't even know what to, I might just isolate. I'm, I get like just. Just so, go full blanket. Just go, it, I just think cocoon. It might be good. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I need. Okay. Amanda, do you want to do a BuzzFeed quiz? You know what? I've grown to love it. And yes, I do. Hit it, Parker. Okay, so this week I don't have one planned because there's a lot of options. So what we're going to play is a little game of. BuzzFeed Quiz Roulette. So I have on my phone, I'm going to be willy-nilly, and whenever you're ready, just tell me to stop, and whatever quiz that my little finger lands on will be the quiz we do this week. Some are visual, some are question-based, some are, like, weird, but whatever, we're just going to make it work, so. Okay. Whenever you're ready, Amanda, the quiz decides your fate. Dope. Okay. So this one is called Create a Fifth Hogwarts House, and we'll guess your favorite Harry Potter plot twist. Are you a fan of the Harry Potter book slash movies, Amanda? I'm not that (laughs) sickeningly deep into it. I stopped reading after I felt like they were writing for the movies, which was, I think, book six-ish. Whichever one where he started going through puberty, and they were like, wow, it's so weird. Yeah, he got a little bit like... changing, and he's getting (laughs) older. And and he's angry. (laughs) Right. He's almost... boobs. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you're writing for the freaking movies now. The actors are aging. Do you know about, like, the things in it? Like, the... Um, the the creatures, the, the creatures spooky, and the spooks, yeah. ghouls, of course, <laughs> ghoul <so>. expert. <laughs> okay, so let's begin. I don't know how um, like into the details this quiz will get, so we'll guide you if we know the answers to any of these. Name your house after a famous wizard. Okay, so you have Lupin. Hmm? Sorry, yes? go ahead. No, you go ahead. I want Gandalf to be involved, but I know Gandalf this is, like, is not an option. My favorite one. <laughs> but yeah, that's your fa- most favorite wizard. Yeah, and he is famous. <laughs> oh man, I'm just thinking about him right now. Your options are Lupin Tonks, Creevy Stone, what the hell? Regulus, Alistair, Dumbledore, or Snape. Is Alistair from that third book? No, no, no. no I no. couldn't tell. I mean, I'm I've never seen these words before. So, Parker and I read the books. Stuff. Parker looks like you he don't knows. Know. Ooh, Alistair is a cult person, apparently. Okay, well, that sounds dangerous. What were the other choices? Lupin Tonks, Creevy Stone, Regulus, Dumbledore, or Snape? Wasn't Snape, like, eventually kind of a good dude? He was the bad guy, but he turned into the good guy. Sorry, yeah, spoilers for Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> like apparently, he was doing character. little acts of good the whole time. Yeah, and he, but like... he was a dick about it, so, like, quite questionable. Okay, so you know. Xander knows. Well, I mean, like, he did good things, but, like, he was kind of, like, an ass about This it, is so. not a Harry Potter podcast also, so we got to okay. move on. All right, moving on. I'll take Snape. <laughs> I like how complex he is. Snape. Okay. 
choose the main house color. So there's just like sort of colors. One's like a light pink. One's like a deep purple. One's black. One's like a cerulean swirly blue. And the other's like a rainbow. Give me that cerulean. Okay. Then we have choose a quality that your house possesses. This is what, you know, your house possesses, I guess. Okay. Introspection, (laughs) humor, leadership, creativity, or fortitude. Uh... Okay. Um, what what's how, what's the purpose of the house? All those things are important. I'm overthinking this. These are the people that are in the house. What they what their truest nature is like. What they possess. I feel like they could beat the shit out of the other houses if they had fortitude. But leadership is also important. Leadership. Okay. Choose a house mascot. So we have a picture of a rabbit. There's one of a wolf, a dolphin, um, a unicorn. But it's not a real unicorn. Obviously, it's just a pool floaty. Um, and there's an owl. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely dead set on the unicorn until you said it was some dumbass plastic toy. <laughs> um, let's do a wolf that howls at the moon. Mm-hmm. I like this. I mean, I would be a part of this house. Thank you. What's the entrance to your common room going to be? An enchanted stained glass window that's actually a door? Whack. A suit of armor plays a grand piano, and when you sing along, okay. the piano shifts aside. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. A statue punches a hole in the wall. It magically repairs after you enter. Okay. A complex pattern on a hanging tapestry morphs into a doorknob. Boring. Or an iron chandelier towers and lowers to the floor, and you ride it up into the ceiling, which I like that one. It sounds it's a fun funny, element. but the Bougie. idea of having to sing along, even if you're not in the freaking mood, if you're in a hurry. <laughs> but you have to get in. I'm picturing it playing like ragtime. Yeah. <laughs> and my old time gal feeling sad. <laughs> so we're going with a suit of armor that plays a grand piano. When you sing along, the yeah. piano shifts aside. Okay. And I need you it can't to be. sing and like you can't get the right. Yeah, do you have so to you sing on key? <laughs> you have to sing on key. It sounds great. Like okay. you're sick one week and you just can't go home. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> How about the most comfortable place to sit in the common room? There's some pictures of chairs. I can't really describe them, so I don't know how's your eyesight, but... It's not that great. I'm wearing my backup pair of glasses, and for some reason, they're not as good. Just peer right over here. All right. Oops. Describe what you're seeing. I accidentally chose a chair. Okay, well... Well. (laughs) And I look kind of basic. (laughs) It was a basic chair. It was a basic wooden chair. chair. Wooden chair. It was a wooden chair. (laughs) All the other chairs were looking real nice. Oh, and finally, choose your house ghost. We have the blind bride, Krona the crystallized, Pius the poisoned. Pause. Are these... I think these are ghosts that sort of did, are your mascot. Did they make them up for the quiz or are these I think they did. Okay. I think they did. All right. Then we have Normand No Teeth and the Bald Bandit. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know I like a bald man. A bald bandit. <laughs> okay, so this is your favorite Harry Potter plot twist. This is what was deciding that. And your favorite Harry Potter plot twist is This is a spoiler, by the way, for anyone that hasn't read the books. (laughs) 15 years later. Harry is a horcrux. You're someone who appreciates the long game, and you might have even predicted this fatal twist. In a way, it's the secret upon which the entire series is structured, and it satisfied your need for high-stakes drama and tragedy. Okay. How do you feel? 
I liked it until it said it satisfies my need for high stakes drama and tragedy. That makes me sound like a toxic and sick individual. <laughs> it probably was that wooden chair that you accidentally chose. It was a very big. It was like a lawn chair, like or it was like when you like a church chair. It looked so uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, let's get into our episode, guys. Uh, and we are talking the Real Housewives of New York City, season seven, episode six, entitled "Double Down on Delusion." This originally aired May 12th, 2015. And before we get started, Xander, so this was your first episode of Housewives ever. We love having a housewife virgin on the show. What was, without getting into specifics, what was your initial vibe of watching it and how it's structured and the women? Like, what was your original, like, first impression? My first impression, um, it's just taking me into this, like, pocket of the world that, like, with these, like, women that just live these, like, extravagant lifestyles that i'll probably never know Mm -hmm. and (laughs) um yeah it's just kind of interesting um i can definitely see why people would get into it on the screen um not sure if i would be able to withstand being in a room with a handful of these women but i guess that's what makes it entertaining right I mean, they're, these are probably the most entertaining crop of girls that we've ever talked about. Sometimes the Potomac girls are really wild, but these New York girls, they never they never disappoint me. Amanda's gotten to know them pretty well at this point. Yeah, um, I have, and I feel like their personalities have become even more ridiculous over time. Like, they really talk over each other in this latest season. They're really aggressive as hell, and they're drunk all, all the, the time. time. I feel like they didn't used to be like that, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I mean, I guess they always have a reason to celebrate and good for you. Good on you. I can't afford it. Yeah. This and episode had a lot of, a lot of drunken antics yeah. um, oh, from like the five minute mark to like, yes. the credits. Like. <laughs> so before we get started, let's get into our taglines. Taglines. Okay. So first up we have Carol Radswell. All play and no work makes me a happy girl. Quick question. Yes. How often do they record these taglines? Because I don't remember hearing that from Carol ever. And I think we've already done a few Carol's. Yeah, Uh, I think they do once a new one every season. I thought we'd already done one from the season. I don't remember hearing that from her. I don't think we have done one from season seven yet. What was that Halloween party? That was like season season 10. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like what she said. I don't either. I don't like I don't like I don't like that phrase that like play on all work and no play. That's not original and it's not really that interesting. And it's either. not even Carol. It's not Carol. You're yeah. Industrious. What do you mean all play and no work, you freaking jerk? Yeah, she works. Exactly. She's like a writer, yeah. Said, she runs marathons. That's all work. Play and no work. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I don't like it. It sounds too lackadaisical, very out of touch, and it annoys me as someone who works a lot. It made it sound like um, they, she showed up to set and they were like, all right, you need a new tagline today. And she's like, oh, crap. Um, um, um. I'll go with this. Yeah. yeah. It was very like off the cuff. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. Um, then we have Sonia, who is the star of this episode for sure. My yacht may have sailed, but my ship is coming in. What is that saying? That she's broke now? She can't afford a yacht, so she has sounds a ship? Like she's settling. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> It's like, damn, I get I mean, the ocean. If you want to settle, I guess, enjoy it. I can't well, even I mean, knock that. This episode was all about Sony being like, yeah, I go on trips and the yachts and the Saint-Tropez and blah, blah, blah. So she really has, you know, that formal, formal, former life does sort of peep in sometimes. And she's a little sad about it, I think. 
Now she's just settling for an old ship. A nasty old ship. <laughs> mm. <laughs> a little clunker. A little downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Ramona. I know I'm a piece of work, but now I'm a work in progress. I feel that vibe. Okay. I feel that vibe. It says that she's working on herself. You know, she understands that she has negative attributes. I like that from her. We see I like self-awareness. Yes. Yeah, woman. I like self-awareness, especially from Ramona, who I've grown to know as a bumbling fool, <laughs> um, a socially inept kind of ass. Terrible person. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Okay, see, like, see, from my impression from this one episode, I thought she was like one of the. Like, oh, like a voice of reason. Yeah, yeah. She was, like, so pleasant and non dramatic. I was like, mm. yes, birthday girl. That's oh. why I like the naivete yeah. of a housewife's virgin, who Amanda was, was once upon a time, still kind of is sometimes. I was in your shoes <laughs> once, but it But we've you. seen true evil with some of these women. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> reprehensible. Then we have Luann, another reprehensible monster. Uh, one should know never count out the countess. You always have to get a little Countess reference in with Luann, for I sure. Could barely even hear her. <laughs> that almost sounds like a threat. I don't know why. Always <laughs> count on the Countess. I mean, I kind of, I could, I couldn't even hear her over the ringing in my ears because of last, the last time I saw her when she did blackface. Yes, I mean, <laughs> I every episode even. we will mention the fact that Luann did blackface and that for was Halloween. Her punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. This is Me Too count, count, call out culture in its full effect. You're getting it. Um, then we have Kristen, who we liked last time we talked about Kristen, because we liked how she was always there to get the drama, get the details, and spread them out. Kristen goes, Pretty is smarter than you think. That was my favorite one. It was? Really? Yeah, because she was pretty. And I'm like, Yes, like, you know, flex that intelligence. Because she. Yeah, I. I I don't know. I mean, she's just pretty. That's I'm not doubting that. She's very pretty. Google got Maybe I just like her because she's pretty. I don't but know. She does trick me, too, in that she, way. The smartness I don't always receive, I got to say. I feel like she is um, good at preserving her own image. She does also, she make a big splash? Is she fanciful? Is she super fun to watch? Not no. necessarily. Is she but younger? is she smart about it? I she's one of the younger. I would say she's probably in her 30s, I would say. I yeah. Would guess. She's notably younger than the rest yeah. of them. She just looks good as hell. Well, and it's like these taglines about her prettiness. It's not the first time we've heard that because the last one was like, right? I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but at least I'm pretty. Oh, no. <laughs> like that was another tag. So it's just like, Those remember t- me, the pretty girl? <laughs> like, <laughs> I have more to offer. Season, Don't you worry. Or do I? still pretty. <laughs> 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 Hmm. Then we have Dorinda. Now, this was Dorinda's first season on the show. We've seen Dorinda in a lot oh, of in a lot of uh, situations, but this is her like first foray into the Housewives. She goes, "I give Uptown a whole new attitude." Dorinda was a little reserved this episode. We didn't really get to see the firecracker that we've seen in the past. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't the uh, the Lady Gaga costume, bubbly doubly. <laughs> Andy Thamper yeah. from NSL yeah. gave me the bubble dress. Like, <laughs> my favorite moment. This wasn't the shit show Dorinda, <laughs> nor was it like the extremely opinionated Women's March Dorinda. It was just sort of like the feeling everything out, mm-hmm. which I feel like every new housewife kind of does. Like, and she was smart. She was holding her tongue. She was not getting o- overtly involved. Mm-hmm. But she still had cutting things to say in the confessionals, which I think you always have to come through with. So yeah. she was fine. Yeah. Then we have Heather. By the way, I think this is the most housewives you've ever had to deal with. Too many. Like there's eight. Too like a many. lot. Too damn many. Then we have Heather. Uh, the stronger than. Oh, sorry, I'm stronger than anything in my way. Holla. Yay. She loves that holla. I don't love that. <laughs> holla. But I like Heather. 
You do like Heather? Yeah, I'm a fun. fan. She's fun watching. Heather is not afraid to back down to anybody. Like, I like her. Which we saw yeah. in this episode. She's great. I like, And I liked her in this episode specifically because even with Bethany, she was like, she wasn't even playing, like, taking any of Bethany's shit. And Bethany's like top dog on that show. So I really like Heather a lot. Then we move on to Bethany and final and our, our last housewife to talk about. I'm not a housewife, but I am real. Also a noteworthy tagline. I guess. I mean, she's right. She's not married. Made me think about her because I'm like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I mean, she definitely kept it real this episode. No, she was she was not pulling any punches for oh, sure. Oh yeah, but that you know, that's classic Bethany. <laughs> now I get to. Know I mean, what are you gonna I... do? Like, you gotta. Uh, you should be sleeping with your husband at midnight, not <laughs> not making him food. <laughs> As the greatest panel ever. One day I'm going to have little sound drops instead of me bringing back these moments. I'm just going to play the clip really quickly. We'll we'll work on that. Listeners. Yeah, we're still a work in progress. <laughs> I do. I think that tagline was weird because there are a lot of unmarried housewives throughout the yeah. franchise, right? A lot. Yeah. It's not unique. Divorcees, widows. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get it, I guess. You are real. Congrats. <laughs> I, I don't, you, know, you made the I, cut. I didn't think of the term like, OK, I don't mean to dig too deep into this. But when I think of the housewives of, you know, whatever mm-hmm. city, I don't think they're necessarily of, of the means being married, even though that is what it implies. I right. just think of them as characters on the show. Right. So this is just the kinda, name of the show. Yeah, it just kind of threw me off. Made me feel weird. I was like, <laughs> well, like she was referencing the show. Yeah, like, but so she was breaking like the fourth me, wall. Because I didn't. I, I assumed they were all married. Oh, OK. Oh, well, OK. See, there you go. That was for you. She did it for you. for you. Thanks, Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. So we get right into our episode. We're at Sonia's house, and they just sort of throw us right in because it's 1030 in the morning, and Heather is pissed. Heather's fighting with Sonia in, like, her foyer. They mentioned the word foyer about 50,000 times, and Sonia will not let them in uh, because Sonia's still packing for the trip because they're heading to Atlantic City to celebrate Ramona's birthday. And basically, Heather's had it had to put up Heather basically says that like she's had to put Sonia to to bed drunk. She's been there for Sonia. She's helped Sonia out with her businesses. And this is how Sonia repays her. She won't even let her come into her house. And they're literally waiting outside under this like construction grate with like all this action going on outside in the freezing rain, 1030 in the morning. And they're pissed. The intern said, Lady Morgan is packing and doesn't want to be disturbed. (laughs) LMFAO. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if I were to like have I if I pulled that shit with you? Like, oh, I can't. It's it's over. Whatever you know, like if you pulled that with me, I'd be like, I'm actually not going on this thing. <laughs> yeah. I have to go home now. <laughs> like, and what was her reasoning again? Something about well, she mentions later that the dogs could have gotten off. Okay, gotten see, out. that was just like because no, initially she presented some a primary excuse, and when they kind of like got around that, she was then she mentioned the dogs. So it like very much seemed like she was just pulling for excuses. Because she yeah, didn't want to be inconvenienced. There were a few. She said her sister. Oh, yeah. The sister had, had a death. Died. Somebody's sister died. Nah. It, okay, yeah, I have it here. Sonia's sister's friend died. Yes. And then that means that she couldn't get Sonia's daughter from Nashville. At 3 o'clock. So she was on the phone with the sister trying to figure out times what time way to get the daughter home or something so that's why they couldn't hang out in the kitchen but then also (laughs) she said i didn't even know you guys were there she said that as well she also said i have dogs yes and they could get out and i just had a dog get out so i'm not letting that happen again (laughs) it came off as she just didn't ultimately want to be inconvenienced yeah right but it's like 
at least let them sit. I mean, oh, totally. the, t- the townhouse has like three floors. We've seen it before. It's like they could have been hanging out and sitting on the couch. Like if she has interns to answer the door for her, then I'm sure she has space that her friends can stand in. Well, and I loved it, too, because like Ramona said, well, she let me use the bathroom. So it's right. like, <laughs> like I, mean, I don't know. Jacked up because, yeah, especially it's a good point, Xander. If she has interns. The interns could be like, OK, come on in. I'll get you oriented or even be secret. Like, I'm so sorry. Or orientated. I'm so sorry. Come inside, guys. Like we, she's upstairs. We'll just make sure. Well, do you want a coffee or something? Yeah, blah, blah, they blah. could greet them. Yeah. And get the coffee kind of going mm-hmm. or whatever. Take you to the guest waiting room. Yeah. You know. It was wild. I mean, I did not like I thought Sonya was acting a damn fool. And then the final because then she was like, I thought you would wait in the limo. Well, the limo wasn't even there yet. So the party limo finally arrives and Ramona's over it because there's already already drama. And she's like, she's Ramona's like, where's the luggage? And I need a wine opener. Like, it's already chaos. She is screaming at that poor man. (laughs) um, And meanwhile, Sonya's still there. Bethany's late and. They give her a hard time for being late because I guess that's why Sonia was taking longer because she knew that Bethany was going to be late. That's what they kind of no implied. That's why Sonia was taking longer, but she was being very private and very freaking weird. That's was weird. it? I mean, the, the the D word is mentioned <gasps> later. Is this something that we need to discuss? Like why she was up in her room and she didn't want guests or cameras? Well, wouldn't that level her oh, out, though? You're right. She could be lying. I don't know. I'm just speculating. If she was on, because she's on she, what stuff for anxiety? She mentions her vitamins and stuff later. Her she's on some. <laughs> I don't think she's on anything that would make her not want to have company. I don't. I don't get it. But she does. Have, I mean, she eventually emerges an hour later. <laughs> like so, they're basically just wandering around in the rain for an hour, and that's when she sort of goes into her like excuses because she had to arrange. She was like, "I arranged the trip." Like, and can I mention that they're drinking? Hard and weird. Yeah. They're pouring just glug, 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 wine into a champagne. Mm -hmm. They're drinking vodka out of little clear plastic Mm. cups, just looking like it's straight. The the day has started very heavy, for sure. One note I um, wrote down was like throughout the episode, I just could, I was cringing because they were mixing so many alcohols. Like (laughs) they were drinking so much and so much like rum, liquor, vodka, like wine, like go into town. Oh, it just makes me want to throw up, you know? I'll be hungover for days. I can't do that. Right. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. And these girls, like, they they just, they go hard. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. They, them being sober, honestly, like, I don't even need to see it. I've never seen it. I rarely see it. And that's when sort of Sonia's pissed. She gets in the limo. She's pissed. She said the polite thing to do was to just wait in the limo. And then that's when we get the whole Sonia sister friend death thing. And then we have a clip that I'm going to share. And then we, we have quite a few clips this episode because it was there was a lot of stuff going on. But it's basically Sonia's had enough. And she suggests that maybe she's had a little more on her plate than the other girls. So let's play the clip. Heather, we can't go on a trip together if we're not talking to each other. Okay, I'm the host, and we need Ramona to be comfortable. So just have a glass of wine. No, I don't want Heather apologize for your behavior. You came in my room to all of us. Heather, you came in yelling at You have to let us know if you're running late. She was yelling at me on the phone. Get a grip. You hung up. You made us wait in your cold, freezing cold foyer since ten thirty. Then go to Starbucks. I, I'm clear with the message, Sonia. I got it. So then leave. I got if you don't it. Want I to got be it. Here. I got it. You said you don't Ramona, want to talk to me. Would you like me to leave? No, would you I like want you to stay here. Okay. There you go. Because it's her birthday. Well, let's just admit one thing. It's hard to get it together to go on a trip. For who? No. For for nobody. No, it's not hard for me. It's not hard for Heather. It's not hard for Dorinda. It's just hard for you. This morning was a show with these lunatics from the get-go. 
Let's go into an incubator for three hours to go to Atlantic City and curse the out of each other. Okay. The fact that she had to say, well, go to Starbucks. Like, she has zero respect yeah. for people's time and the fact that they're literally, like, at her doorstep. And she, I mean... She, uh, and then to peek behind the curtain for a second, they're filming. Yes. Like, Starbucks is not going to let you just wander in with freaking cameras <laughs> and go to town. It's wild. It's like, you got to think about the practicality of the show. You can't just send these girls any old where. You know, you got to. <laughs> well, and it's like. You got to it, have clearance. You got to remember the fact that there are civilians. Well, not civilians, but fans out there. You know, it's just going to ruin the whole momentum of the episode. Did you want them to wait in a chaotic Starbucks? Also, Sonia loves to claim that she's such a wonderful hostess. Like, <laughs> why the fuck would you not just let your friends go hang out in your kitchen, take your take your serious phone call elsewhere, and let them have a cup of coffee and dry off? Like, I it's can't. not. I just can't. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking like she didn't want cameras in there for some reason. Well, I mean, it's not like the cameras would have gone up into the bathroom. With they might have. I was... mean, she signed. I'm sure a lot of uh, information yeah. that they can go Maybe where they she want. Was getting drugs together. She was packing. Maybe she was packing specific things. But it wouldn't take that long to get the drugs together if you, like, do drugs all the time. We're on that page now. Up, like, you know, spread it in, like, you know, the, the works. <laughs> I mean, she said it's, she did say at the end of that clip, it's hard to get ready for a trip. It's just hard. And everyone's like, not for us, but I guess for you it is. So right. God knows what was in that suitcase. What the hell? It seemed like she was very much, like, making it about her. Um, even when she was, like, because, like, first and foremost, like, was she a bad friend? Yeah, sort of. And like, you know, people are allowed to react and like be upset over that. But she was getting upset at them for being upset. Right. She even she told no Heather to go home. Yeah. What the hell? Well, she <laughs> she's immediately like saying like, I'm the host. Like, I need you to talk to me. Like, no, you don't. Like, you can be cordial. It's, it's not your birthday weekend. Like, right. <laughs> it's not the focus on you. But I think if when because remember, Sony goes to Ramona, she goes. Do you, I mean, what does she say? Do you want Heather here? And Ramona's like, yeah, yeah, I want her here. Well, Heather if, was the one that's like, do you want me to go but home? But if Ramona had right. said, Heather, I think it's best for you to go home, Sonia would have made sure that Heather went home. Oh, like, immediately. Like, it's insane. She was on a power trip for no reason. You didn't even do the first thing right. I think she was on an ego trip only because, like, this was her trip that she planned that I'm sure she didn't spend a dime for. But, like, it's... It was her gift to Ramona to give her like a fun weekend or whatever. So right. she just needed to be like, she wanted to be like worshipped and been like, oh my yeah. gosh, yes, you can do no wrong. But yes, yeah, Sonia, thank so. you for letting us wait outside <laughs> for you, Lady Morgan. <laughs> thank you for letting Ramona use the bathroom. Um, <laughs> You're so gracious. So then the girls, you know, they they go they go down the road. They're already complaining about the rain and they all have to pee. And Sonia's getting mad because. Once again, they're not being happy about the trip that she planned. And so, you know, they they need to be happy that they're all together and going to a beautiful place. And I'm like, a beautiful place? It's raining and you're going to Atlantic City. Like, this isn't like the Taj Mahal here. Like, this isn't Fiji or B the Bahamas. Like, it's Atlantic City. It's not even it's not even cool enough to be Vegas. And if you start the day off treating people mm. like shit, you think they're going to be like, man, sure, I'm grateful to yeah, be here. Yeah, puts a damper on the whole day. Like, nothing is worse when, like, you have, like, plan set up that you're looking forward to like a big trip whatever and then immediately starts off on like a dramatic negative yeah you know? it yeah. just like puts like an energy on for the rest of the time right 
Well, and then, yeah, I mean, after Sonia says that, they fight again, and Heather says that she'll never go to her house again. I love, like, a very definitive statement, like, what? don't worry, Sonia, I will never step foot in your house ever Child again. And five steps drama, like. And then we get <laughs> another moment, because it just goes back and forth, Sonia versus Heather, and then we get another little moment, and uh, it's... <laughs> It's a lot. Ramona's had enough. Let's play the clip. Is this the Ramona scream? Yes. My favorite. <laughs> me. I didn't, didn't know you were you there. Stop. If you knew Bethany's going to be late, I think maybe perhaps what you should have done. Perhaps, I didn't know until after that. You should have said maybe, you know what, girls? Bethany's going to be 45 minutes late. Come in and have some tea. Thank Let's have you, a pre party before. Not that late. She, she said she was going to be. She did not. Sonia, you're I missing the point. But I have dogs that can run out the front door. All right. I have dogs, no, cats that can run out I'm the front so door. Tired. They can't. It just it went off the rails here. Like I love how Sonia A cannot apologize for a single thing that she has done throughout the the last hour. That's only been an hour. Like, and she can't possibly think of an, an excuse to have an apology. <laughs> Second of all, the fact that like she like we said, she keeps coming up with these brand new excuses. Now it's I didn't even know you were there. Yes, you like, did because Heather called you and you said like. Don't ever call. Like, sir, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't come into my house unless you call me. Like, you had a whole negative conversation and, with her on the phone. You knew they were there. And intern number five said that, like, you can't come in. So, like, yeah. it, like it had been communicated that she did not, like, not want her friends to enter the house regardless. Right. Like, I, oh, God. And yeah. The dogs. The dogs couldn't get out. And, you know, she just, a dog just got hit. So, you know, As it's a serious. Was gonna go, <gasps> Sonia, I didn't know. I'm so sorry for even asking to come in. I, I, I should have known. She yeah. was trying to use shock value. You're like, okay, I'm not a very good arguer necessarily, which is why I don't get into arguments very often. I don't like it. It's not fun. It's not good. Try to avoid them. Sonia's not good at it, but she charges right mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. with all the bad tactics, I, forgetting the, the past, recreating it in a way that's not factual or true. You have nothing to support your points. No. You're not good at it. And you get all emotional and crazy and you blame people for other stuff. But she also is like a kind of a one-upper too. Because yeah. when Ramona was like having her freak out, which was warranted, like yeah. it was Ramona's birthday and it's becoming a shit show yeah. at the very beginning. So I get where Ramona was coming from and her exasperation. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, look, I've had a bad year. Bethany has had a bad year. And here comes Sonia. So I have too. <laughs> yeah. It's like- that sucks. And then Ramona's like, I'm trying to have a good time. And Sonia's like, exactly. Thank I'm trying you. trying to put a good weekend together <laughs> for my girlfriend. You know? <laughs> like, she's like duh me too (laughs) me too like everyone is ruining it (laughs) it's like it's when like oh god it's really tough when when you don't even recognize your own sabotage you know like you can't even recognize your own mean-spiritedness yeah 
Which makes a great housewife, I gotta be honest. So it's good watching. We we're saying um, the one, the tagline, "Work in progress." The self like who who was that again? That's actually Ramona. Yeah, Ramona. So like this is kind of the opposite spectrum of a completely unaware working person. against progress, yes. <laughs> working in regression. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, then we have you know. Bethany trying, and she tries this whole episode. She tries to get through to Sonia. She tries to find some rationale somewhere in her brain, but Sonia is not having it, you know. And all Bethany's saying is stop name dropping, stop talking about fancy places, stop talking about cars, stop talking about Santa Pay. You know what's crazy is I didn't even know what Bethany was talking about because I'm like, I didn't know Sonia did that. You know, I didn't see a lot of, like, I don't know Sonia all that well. And I didn't see a lot of that. All I saw was her just complaining about various random unconnected things Mm -hmm. it sounds like she was kind of like using those like as maybe scapegoats to like kind of like get around to like a larger issue at hand maybe she wasn't being completely honest with like hey this is what's wrong and annoying about you maybe she was using those as examples of like hey this is you do you say this a lot which kind of like results in that yeah those effects right and i did learn throughout the episode as well that yeah that's pretty much all so no she's big she's she wants to talk about her fabulous life or at least the life she used to have when she was married and the yachts and Saint-Tropez and going abroad and blah, blah, blah. Messy. And name dropping. And then just generally repeating the same things over and over and over again. Yeah. And Bethany's had I it. I saw that later. But Bethany at this point is like, I'm her friend. I'm going to try to help her here because she's clearly on the outs. Um, but she, you know, Bethany says she sounds pretentious and it turns people off. And when Bethany says this, Sonia says, right, because they don't, they don't live the life. Right. Like, <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> Like, no, don't agree with me like that. That's, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> right, because they're pieces of shit, aren't they? <laughs> I get it. She's not wrong. I just, once again, it's the delusion of somebody, and it's not even just like a delusion of a rich person or the delusion of a wealthy, like, you know, woman about town. It's this specific brand of like, she thinks that her life is so much better than everyone else's. And it's not. I think a lot of it's a little heightened. I think a lot of it's exaggerated. But she she can't possibly get away from like letting go of this lifestyle it's that the she inability to course correct. Right. It's the inability to step outside of yourself and be like, hey, I'm I'm being kind of crazy right now. <laughs> and you know what's bad when it. like you have this issue within this group of women to begin with, all pretty like you know, well-off, like, successful women, like that can like afford like you know going to a casino, like yeah. you know, the, and the fact that like she's all she's one-upping that right with like finances and like i guess privilege to an extent like it says something about someone's obnoxiousness true but also we learned that she has a seven million dollar judgment through a bankruptcy claim in legal court like this is like she owes a shitload of money they can all see you honey (laughs) they can all see your financial stuff because of the lifestyle you live all your stuff's on Front Street. Correct. And I like, you know, what Bethany said, which is that it's all show and no go. <laughs> true that. Bethany always spits that. it like it's it's true. Bars. I love how during the limo ride, and it's just a short little thing, but Ramona is like rifling through papers like a stressed out paralegal. I don't know what she's like looking at, but did you notice I this? It was a script because yeah, someone else like, had one too. I was like, hey, wait a minute. What's going on here? <laughs> she <laughs> finding her lines? Like, <laughs> I was like, what is this? Because oh. this is smack of birthday wishing to me this is not you know celebratory they were they all had like pieces of paper yeah i don't i didn't get packets that. are they going over the itinerary i don't know then bethany there, we have this whole pee montage because bethany desperately has to pee and it's like a five-hour drive to um, atlantic city and then like beth they pull over and bethany she's like you know i, I want a wet wipe i want a wet wipe and dorinda says don't use a wet wipe on your vagina it's gonna hurt 
I can verify. Would, yeah. would it hurt? That's I not, guess. Think about it. Yeah. 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 Don't put that on Bethany, it. Well, I mean, it de- Bethany. Bethany like, says absolutely not. It will not hurt. It depends upon what kind of, like, is it a, an alcohol-based Right. Life? You know, there's a couple out there. There are some that are made specifically. Does it depend on the acidity of your um, nether regions or it's something? It's a pH balance <laughs> thing. You are now in doctor. But Dorinda said it's so kind and so, like, like offering an all, like, no, do not use a web wipe on your vagina. <laughs> it's going to hurt. Honey. She like, sounded like a concerned mother. <laughs> and Bethany's like, fuck you, ma. <laughs> <laughs> I also love how, like, because Bethany's peeing outside in the rain. And then we get a flashback to Bethany on her wedding day peeing in a bucket. Uh, so this is a theme. Yeah. The, you got to the, do what you got to do The sometimes. finger in the ice water. Just... Yikes. <laughs> to get her to pee, right? They had to sort of dip a finger in an ice water on her wedding day to get some flow going. What? I mean, I have questions about that, but whatever. That's a different. We'll get there another day. Yeah. <laughs> Next episode. Um, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't either. Okay, great. I did want to watch the Ramona trying to pee, but no pee to be seen. She's just got the shy bladder and uh, she Bethany's couldn't. he's like, she went a little. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one that peed outside. <laughs> like, so, um, and they're the like, com- will we get a rest? Can we get a rest? <laughs> and I had absolutely. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, can. no pee to be seen from Ramona. Right. Uh, then we finally get to uh, Atlantic City. It's raining. Uh, Dorinda says the land of big boobs, bad shoes and short dresses. Is that what they call Atlantic City? I don't know, but I thought it was all going to rhyme. <laughs> I did, too. Out. I was hoping for it. I would have even taken a slant rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> land of big boobs, bad shoes and rude dudes. Was oh, that would have been better. Know, yeah. Anything. anything. Uh, they arrive at the hotel. They get, you know, their suites together. They tour the room. Ramon is so excited for her birthday weekend. Um, I, there's this scene where Heather is dealing with, like, a wild bathtub, uh, which won't stop spraying. What, what was going on there? I noticed like, that she's being a dumbass with the jets. When you have a jacuzzi tub like that, <laughs> you don't turn on the jets until you filled the tub completely. So, oh, I see. So, so they were just spraying. Right. So she, But it was supposed to be full already. Yeah. Right. So she turned it on enough to get the water flowing through the system and everywhere because it's high pressure. I mean. Yes. A lot of times tubs are not labeled, though. I will say that. Well, but I mean, if there are jets and then there's a button, don't press it until it's full. Well, the fact that it wouldn't shut off, though, is a problem. I mean, I think she was just being a dumbass. That my note is that she's being a dumbass. I stand by it. She's being a dumbass with the jets. She should know how to how to work that. Then we have a short little scene, and it's between Sonia and Dorinda, and Sonia's sort of holding up some negligee because everyone's sort of about to get ready for the night, and Sonia's holding up a little piece of like you know lingerie, and she says, "Dorinda, what's when's the last time you had sex?" And Dorinda says. Does my skin look healthy? That should answer your question. I've never been least interested in these two women's sex lives ever. Oh my like, God, right? It's pretty like, and whose negligee was it? Was it Sonia's? Was she holding up Dorinda's? Like, it just felt so canned that whole dialogue. <laughs> I feel like they fed them those lines. That was just not organic at all to me. I'll take this lingerie and go make a comment towards Dorinda. Right. <laughs> a sexual comment. We got we to gotta up the sex. The, you know, the views are down. <laughs> then we move on to Carol and Luann arriving because Carol and Luann uh, did the right thing and skipped out on the limo ride to Atlantic City. They just took a plane, I'm assuming. Uh, smart girls. And Sonia, you know, because they're all trying to toast and they have some Prosecco. And Sonia's oh, the only thing about Prosecco is it gives me gas. Like Sonia holds nothing back. I love Sonia in that regard. Like she'll talk about how too much Prosecco she'll be farting all around. And she did say it too late. 
She did because she <laughs> farted. <laughs> she had already done it by that point. And Dorinda's like, did somebody? Oh, my God. You you weren't lying. Like, <laughs> At least she's transparent, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I know that Dorinda was like, just don't pass near me. Don't. Oh, my God. Like, it was too late at that point. One job, Sonia. <laughs> it was too late. Um, the girls, they sort of get ready for the night. Ramona's. Ramona's trying not to think about her divorce. You know, she's not going to think about her daughter. She also says she's not going to think about her daughter. And I'm like, what does your daughter have to do with it? Like, <laughs> you, I would think about my daughter and I could still have fun. Like, well, but, maybe it's like the new dynamic and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. And um, I love this moment where Kristen, she's sort of wearing these mismatched shoes. She's got like one neon blue and a neon green shoe, which I kind of liked. Mm-hmm. And Ramona thought it was a trend. And Kristen just lost the other shoes. That's so she what had she to- said. But then she said in the confessional, when you're in Atlantic City, you can wear two different Manolos. Get some fashion going on. <laughs> so which to, was like, it? Use that to be like, be like, make it like, like she did it on purpose. But it was totally an accident. Was it on purpose? It, it worked. It I think great. those two colors went well together. Yeah. I thought it was a great idea. I did too. But because she said she forgot one, I think she's a phony. I think she did it on purpose, like as far as mismatching the shoes. However, when the girls caught her on it, I don't, I don't think she wanted to get called out for being like a faux pas fashion wise. So she said, oh, I had to improvise. I left one of the shoes. That's what oh, I think. Oh, she wanted to create an organic compliment from them. Where yeah. They're like, well, you know what? I like it. I like your ingenuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, pretty smart. She's pretty smart. Yep. Hey. <laughs> that tagline's not letting us down. <laughs> so I love that Carol, Carol's fashions this episode. Holy shit. Oof. The first one is she sort it's a bustier, bustier dress thing. I guess there was, I don't know if it was shorts or a dress, but she's got the Playboy bunny ears, lacy Playboy bunny. And uh, it's strange. It, w- it didn't fit the theme with the other girls' outfits, I got to say. It didn't fit in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carol Which, is down to wear some shit that she doesn't fill out. She doesn't fill it out. I, I respect her, though, because she does mention, like, hey, I'm 50. Like, I didn't. I never thought I would have the body that I have at 50, which is amazing. Wear whatever you sure. want. But also, I don't think this really fit the theme. Like, they were just wearing, the rest of the girls were wearing nice, tight, little mini dresses, sparkly, like, you know, I don't know. Kristen just did weird. say that it, she was in her element later. Like, she thinks that all the Carol's looks were just banging and smacking and all that stuff. I don't know. We'll get to the shirt she wears later, too. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> choice. Um, then we get this other, because earlier, Bethany and uh, Heather were kind of fighting because they, I don't think they get along that well. And because uh, Heather earlier was mad that Bethany was late to the limo. And Bethany was like, oh, yeah, I apologize. Yeah, I'm late. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was late. I had to drop my daughter off. I'm late. I'm sorry. And then Heather, I guess, is like 30 minutes late to go out to dinner. And Bethany was like, well, just letting you know you're late. But I don't care. Actually, I don't care. But I'm just letting you know that everyone can be late sometimes and it's okay. And actually, no one's mad at you for being late, which is so passive aggressive. And I love it. Because I'm calling you out right now, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) And then Heather just insists, I'm actually not late. No, actually, no, I'm not late. We settled on this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How was she not late, though? She was late. She was the last one there and they were ready to go. And she was late. She was late. Yeah. And also, like, to be fair, I agree with Bethany. It's not a big deal. If you're late, you're late. It's not like, unless it's like, oh, we're late to court or we're late to, like, a surgery. Like, those are things that do not be. But I was like, come on. It's not a big deal. Like, we're the night is young. We'll get there when we get there. That's that's one thing. Like, I personally, I hate when my time is wasted. So, like, if, like, there's a set time and someone is, like, an hour late, that sucks if everyone else is waiting an hour. However, I would not let that affect the entire day, you know? Right. Like, 
choose your battles. I agree. I agree. I'm somebody that's never late anyways, though, so I can sort of speak on, on it because I'll never, ever be late. And I'll, I can say that with certainty. But Me neither, guys. I've never... Uh, <laughs> Amanda is perennially wish, on time. I wish I could relate to the feeling of uh, running behind or just um, not properly scheduling things, but we this little her. mama, <laughs> she knows how to manage her time, and I'll be damned if I wait on anyone, you know? Sitting home. Sitting home. Uh, then the girls, they head downstairs and it's sushi for dinner tonight. Yum. Ramona immediately orders everyone a shot of Don Julio. So the drinking has not stopped all day. And that's another liquor they're adding to the mix. Yes. After Prosecco. So it's been Prosecco, some white wine, and then they were having vodka in the limo, I think. So oh, yeah, they're now going it's to tequila. And, tequila. and then <laughs> the Don Julio, course. I don't think that's really that great. I don't even know if it's, it's organic. It's mid-range, Is yeah. It organic? My I, only drinks organic tequila right now. I'm on that Casanova Noble kick. It'll organically mess you up. <laughs> All I'm saying, I mean, it makes you a little bit less jacked up the next day. I just feel like when you are that deep in, you just order the most familiar name of tequila. Like, give me a Jose Cuervo shot. Like, you just kind of, yeah. like, you reach in, but you can't reach that far back in your memory, and you mm-hmm. can't rationalize that well, and you just kind of pick. It's just a dangerous warning sign. I have a note about that as well. Like, I also hate when, like, unbeknownst to me someone at the table orders everyone around of something i don't like just being thrown something that i i don't want but it's like if i say no it's like oh but we're all doing it you know yeah because the fact that ramona was like everyone gets a don julio shot and some of them were bold enough to be like no thank you i'll take a whatever but it's like i think that's a little i don't like that ask around if the whole table wants to do it then we'll order a group shot but that's true a lot, it's a little fratty. A lot of the times it is a little bit of peer pressure, too, because if you ask, you say no. But if, like, you bring him out, then, like, most more times than not, people will be like, OK, yeah, yeah, give it, hand it over. But and yeah. then sometimes people have to go to bed early because of that. <laughs> so don't ruin people's nights. <laughs> <laughs> I like this moment that, you know, Luann is sort of feeling herself and she says, well, Carol thinks I should get hair extensions. And Bethany immediately shoots that down. She says, uh. Oh, no, she agrees with her. She says, yeah, it's European to have short hair and be confident. I think that would be... She, okay, so, yeah, Bethany disagrees that she should get hair extensions. She likes Luann's short hair. And Carol was like, well, she's not European. She's from Connecticut. So a little backhanded slam from Carol. She's, like, kind of on one. Like she's, She is, and then in the confessional where she says, Luann, she's not European. She's American, which is, like, a, a thousand, thousand times, times better. better. Cringe, cringe. This was pre-2016, though. Was it? Remember that. Okay, thank God. Because if you say that now, it carries a different kind of It word. does, and I, I felt that twinge. <laughs> I felt that twinge of remorse as when she said that, too. But then I remembered, oh, these were Obama days. Okay. So okay. we were on a high. Hey. We were a little sad because it was ending soon. Not remember, this was, go time. this was May of 2015. So we Yeah, peaked. that's kind of Pokemon Go time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, things were a great. happier time. <laughs> oh, man, that was the last great summer we've had. <laughs> I, I think I had a bad time that year. Um, anyway, so. Oh, yeah, we weren't kicking it, were we? <laughs> uh, Bethany is um, tired of everyone throwing digs and being nasty to each other. And uh, Sonia agrees, you know, and then Bethany digs her when she talks about being in PR, <laughs> I love which that. I love this. So I have this clip pulled, too. Let's play it. You know, no, she bought the, I just don't like that. I, I, I like, it's really annoying. I was trying to tell you, I'm in PR my whole life. Oh, Are you not in PR people? your whole life? Stop a shot. Well, that was a dig to me. Stop saying I was in PR my whole life. You just it's took a shot at me. You just took a shot at me. Define the shot. 
I think the knife cut so deep because I'm trying to show Bethany how these people are on the attack all the time. Now I have Bethany attacking me. You cannot say things off. like I was in PR my whole life. It's pretentious and no one PRs, I'm promoting other people. If Sonia were a superhero, she'd be the repeater. She just repeats after repeating, after repeating, after repeating. She needs a big R on a cape. Sonia, I have other celebrities at my front. I'm promoting Apple. Can I say one thing to you that you're not going to hear? That's what I get paid for. Do you think that I care? Bethany's delivery may be a bit harsher than ours, but this is something that Sonia really needs to hear. And honestly, you've got to take a break or a Xanax or something. Where do we stand here? I mean, Bethany was, like Heather said, a little rough in her approach, but uh, she's the only one that's getting close to making Sonia think something. Well, she gets close and then Sonia pulls back. She gets close and Sonia pulls back. But Bethany's right. I mean, she will not stop. Like, she mentions PR not only in this moment, but much later she mentions PR again. Like, she does it forever. Every time she sees Bethany, there's like that drunken recall where it's like <laughs> you can only remember the thing that was slightly traumatic. Yes. And you just keep going over it over and over again. It's like, we need to settle this. But you don't have the ability <laughs> to resolve anything because you're blotto. Well, when you're holding on to one little moment and it's like you can't let it go. If you could let go of what she said in just a little bit, then you might be able to make moves forward. But if you keep settling in on, well, you made a dig at me because you said I should stop talking about being in PR. And it's like because that's not the point of the argument. You're you're sort of displaying this like big thing about like, well, it's okay that I'm doing PR is about public relations. Like that's actually a positive thing. It's like that's not the point. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't even say that Bethany took a dig, really. Like it was more so like. Just like she was being completely honest in her feelings and reactions of like, I don't care that you're in PR. Stop saying. Yeah. It. And also like that's probably the Don Julio at work too, because tequila makes you aggressive. Aww, like it'll make not you for me, conf- does it? Uh, well, it makes me slutty. <laughs> but for uh, others, it'll make it'll make people like confront them with like issues they have. That it they is just kind a of, stimulant. Yeah. It'll do that to you. But okay, I do think that it's a hell of a whammy. The setup. Maybe the message wasn't that bad, but the freaking setup. Can I just say one thing to you that you're not going to hear? <laughs> Do yeah. you think that I care? Whoa! That's like, <laughs> she did say that. <laughs> that's spicy as hell. I mean, I that's- think that's what Bethany's whole thing is, though. She's just a straight shooter. And mm, she's real. And the thing, well, the thing is, though, she's trying to get, she's, she's trying to take a new hard. approach. She's trying to take a new approach to Sonia and sort of take her down a couple notches and be like, I don't care that you go to Stad. I don't care about the Hamptons. I don't care about Central Pay. I don't care about PR. And that, also, if you're in PR, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a good person. Though. Right. What it doesn't. That was a very loose. R. Kelly had a PR argument. person, too. Right. So. <laughs> like, also, I mean, like PR. Bill Cosby had a PR person. Right. You can be a great PR. You can you can be great in a career in PR, but also PR can mean like you post Facebook statuses for like a company. You you know like right. it's I don't know. Also, you you're show me the receipts. Though. When did when did Sonya do PR? I gotta see. Like she wanted us to ask. I'll tell you what. <laughs> she I wanted won't. Us to ask. <laughs> I won't do it. Not here. Not on air. Not ever. No. Nope. Not officially. <laughs> Next week we will have news of her PR think- days. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> I do think that I know the recipe that would have stopped Sto- Sonia. What? So you needed a drunk girl hug. Just a good cry hug? You need it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's what you have to do, even if you don't want to. If someone's all lit like that and they're just in that fucking roundabout, mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to be like, come here. You got to break the cycle. Cause you got to like, snap them out of it. Anything you say is just going to go completely over their head. <laughs> sometimes you just need to. And then they go, oh, never mind. It's good. And they can finally kind of move on. <laughs> Until 10 minutes later where they're like, but wait. Oh, I hope not. Mm. 
Then we, uh, then we get Sony getting upset because Bethany's not making her very happy here. <laughs> Because uh, what Bethany said, and she's she's focusing on the wrong things, and you know, because at one point Bethany's talking about the PR thing, like shut up about PR, and she's like, "You think I don't have a legitimate business?" And Bethany's like, "That's not what I said. Like you're picking little <laughs> tiny things to like latch onto. You think I don't have a legitimate business? Like she it's, wants it's she so wants silly. the pity party. I think she wants us yeah, to she's ask very about self victimizing in this episode." And that's when she starts to spiral and drunk cry. And Bethany once again tries to tries to she tries to disengage a little bit with Sonya, but there's no luck. And that's when, like I said, we have a lot of clips. Here's another one: Sonya's breakdown. <laughs> and can't get through. I'm thinking, oh no. Hey, you're an amazing person, and you're so sweet. You said, wow, everybody here is taking jobs. And I said, well, I've been in PR my whole life, and I probably people. And you turned to me and said that to me. I said, you want to kill me? You want to harm? No, because I'm a creative person. And when you say something to me, I'm an artist. You say something like that to me, that that hits me in the heart. Sonia, you're gonna alienate the one person who's trying to be nice to you. You alienated the one person that held you as a kind of pillar in my life. You know what PR stands for? Public relations. I promote people. This is not ending. She just needs like a stun gun. She needs like a little, like a little, like a little needle. She's like, hey, like put the, put her ass down. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, the, do you know what PR stands for? Public relations. I promote people. It's like, and we've said it like we're beating a dead horse at this point. She's spiraling around the mm-hmm. same thing that has nothing to do with why the ladies are upset with her. You got to hug her. And Bethany's doing like she does that thing that I do sometimes, where like when you just realize. Nothing you say is getting through. You yeah. just start to like ice out. Like you turn your head and you just kind of check out from the conversation. And then she tries to like, you know, shift the direction like, hey, like this doesn't matter. But like you're pushing away the one person that's trying to be real for you. And then Sonia turns around and she says, you're a- you are alienating the one person that is a pillar in my life. <laughs> yeah. held <laughs> you as a pillar <laughs> in my life. Like you're distancing yourself. From supporting my life. That's essentially what she said. Yeah. <laughs> so much. It's great. Uh, That's drunk logic for you. You can't talk to it. You just gotta hug it. I'm just saying. That probably would have worked. Or make out, you know. Hey, Something. I actually wouldn't want to see that. Sonya's face was wet with tears. <laughs> she was wet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Luann does her best to shut it down as well. And she just yells... Have some pork Iosa. Like, that's that's Luann's way. <laughs> Luann tried to deflect a couple times, and I did peep that game, and I did appreciate it with her talking about her hair and the yes. pork, you know. <laughs> that was just trying to keep it light, but it's not going to work. Oh, yeah. There's a dark energy at that table, <laughs> and even, it's manifested Even earlier, I think um, we passed it already, but Ramona, like, busts out at one point and says, I need new friends. She yeah. does. <laughs> uh, but honestly, Ramona's been that stupid, mean, drunk friend, too, so oh. we've all, we all have our moments. True. <laughs> Ramona then like toasts the group and she, you know sort of to change the subject and Dorinda's like very confused by the whole thing she says she would have shut it down so quick wouldn't it be an issue but I'm like Dorinda why didn't you like if you wasn't her issue she can't shut it down on behalf of others I don't even know what she meant by that though she said that they get into a pack mentality mm-hmm. and like Dorinda wouldn't have allowed it does she see Sonia being victimized particularly because the only one I see coming after Sonia really was Bethany? Was Bethany, yeah. Aside from the limo, which... But I think Bethany was doing it not to be vicious or malicious. No. She was doing it to sort of level with Sonia. Because sometimes you do need to hear that real real truth. Right. When you're feeling, like, way big, big-headed. 
Yeah. Sometimes you do need a friend to be like, you sound like a psychopath. Stop. Like that was me on my birthday night for sure. <laughs> I needed people to be like, you're a psycho. Go to sleep. Like, like that's what I needed. Listen, I'm an artist. I'm an artist. I <laughs> I'm support <PR>. artists. <laughs> you leave me. <laughs> No, I felt very kin to Sonia this entire oh, yeah, yeah. episode. Everybody oh, gosh. Um, and then Ramona sort of like discusses, this is a side note, discusses she's she's jealous of other married women. She misses wearing her wedding band and her diamond ring. And uh, Luann says, you know, she's better off without them. And, and Luann said something positive and nice. Mm-hmm. She said, I think you're great. I think you're like a happy, a happy that person. She's become more interesting. She she's kinder, sweeter, and nicer. And I don't think Ramona took that well. Like, exactly. I don't think she did. Yeah. The look Ramona's on her face. Like, I don't want to talk about this anymore, actually. I'm like, why did you even bring up the ring thing then? She did, though. She, yeah, she brought up that she ring. She tricked and then- us all. <laughs> like, Luann said a very neutral and, and positive, you know, mm-hmm. like, nothing to really disturb the water. She said something kind of nice. Ramona's like, you know what? I actually don't want to talk about this anymore at all. <laughs> We're it's really fun. hard for me to talk about this. It's still a very slippery slope. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> oh the gosh. Then they head to the gambling tables and the girls they're all doing blackjack, they're blackjack and they're celebrating and Bethany just needs to decompress after that dinner. So she just goes to the table alone. I love this moment where Kristen joins Bethany at the crap the blackjack table and then Bethany's like look at this guy over here and he's got like a hat that says Elvis Presley on it and Kristen is enamored. Like and they have this conversation where Kristen's like He's like, I went to Graceland last year. And Kristen's like, you did? Like, I think Kristen's like obsessed with Elvis. I think that's what they were getting and at. And Bethany did not want to talk to <laughs> Yeah, she deflected anybody. that social interaction so yeah. beautifully. It was insane. <laughs> Which was beautiful because, yeah, she's like, Kristen, get a little of this. Go talk to him. Like, like, at a snap of a finger. Like, <laughs> she's like, I don't want to talk to anybody well right now. I actually want to be left alone. And then you'll see that like more and more women kind of join yes. at that table. It's hilarious because I feel like Ramona and Sonia definitely wanted to interact with people. Oh, yeah. Ramona and Sonia are like screaming at the top of their lungs. They're winning like hundreds of dollars. They're, begging They're for having attention. the time of their lives. Yeah. They're flirting. They're like, should we sit next to these doofus guys? <laughs> <laughs> and they blur the faces out of these yeah. guys because they don't want to be involved. Well, they're probably married, yeah. I mean, like, they're not even being really doofuses. They're just kind of hanging out. Like, <laughs> like, they look like doofuses. They're just trying to interact with anything. And it's not happening. And it's just kind of funny how if you put that desperate energy out, you don't get anything. No. And he's like, I want to be left alone. And people are like, what is, what's she doing over there? What's she doing? What's I love how also Bethany's losing money by like just yes. by herself. Like she ends up with like lo- losing like $500, $600 or something like that. Right. Meanwhile, Ramona and Sony are just raking it in. Like, Which I find so bizarre because blackjack is a little bit about skill and probability. But luck is involved. Yeah, but why, why were they winning? Why, how do you get 21 three times and... You're blackout drunk. Like, <laughs> sometimes it just turns out like that. That's nuts. And I call bullshit and I don't like Well, it. you know what they say about Atlantic City? It's the city of, Lands of boobs big boobs, and- bad shoes, and short dresses. So ah. they had all those. And doofus dudes. <laughs> hey, there it is. Oh, I love this moment. I didn't love it, actually. I was terrified. Carol walks over. She changes. And she has this, like, booby shirt, which is basically, you know, those ab shirts mm-hmm. where, like, guys will wear the abs, so it'll be a shirt with abs on it. But this was boobs. <laughs> like, but it, they were not bare breasts. They were wearing, like, a tuxedo. It was very out of place. It, it was weird. It, like, was, it was shocking. <laughs> and it was, like, so big on her. Yeah, it didn't fit her tiny frame. It was a little oversized, yeah. 
She does have a rocking bod. She does. Well, does not, she know how to dress that bod? Yeah, maybe she. This was before her stylist ever came on the you scene. You know what I mean? It just looked crazy. It was all concave and wrinkly, and I'm like, I don't want to see. Hey, just because the gift is good doesn't mean it's going to be wrapped the best. Mmm, damn. Think about. I that. think it was an ugly shirt. Anyway, so it was crazy. <laughs> and, you know, Kristen loved it. Kristen did. She she couldn't. I think Kristen is like very enamored with Carol for sure. Then we have a very short clip, but I just this is Ramona's announcement to the group, and she makes her presence known in a big way. So let's just play this little tidbit. Okay, Sonia and I cleaned up. I got three blackjacks in a row, 21. I'm going to turn my next year in 15 minutes. I hope you'll greet me on the dance floor. I want to say. I just love how Ramona has to demand every moment that she needs. She has to let everyone know we cleaned it up. We cleaned the table 21 and three times in a row. What does she say? I'm going to turn my next year. What does that mean? Like her next year's earnings, she's going to win? No, her birthday's like officially. Oh, she's going to turn her next year. I get it. Okay. (laughs) It's like, what? She's like, I hope you'll meet me on the dance floor. Like, what? (laughs) Out of nowhere. It was like a drive by. Because then she leaves. She did scream at them. (laughs) That's when you know, like, in that drunken state, your last two brain cells are trying to get this message across. Yeah. (laughs) Yushu was really trying to, like, get those last two words out. Oh, my God. You're almost out of the harbor (laughs) for the rest of the night. That's that's like, Yes, it's like Jordan being like, we're going to tie another one on. You guys go ahead. (laughs) I want nothing more than you guys to go have a great night. I will be here at the bar. I'm dying friend. My friend's here. It's it's okay. (laughs) Meanwhile, (laughs) what really happened? Lights out after that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, then Sonia and Ramona, they head to the club, the little nightclub there. Um, Kristen still wants to keep gambling. Apparently, Kristen won $550. So all these girls are really lucky. Poor Beth. Poor old Beth. Um, then we get this little montage of the girls dancing at the club. They're letting loose. You know, Sonia's trying to kiss Luann and everyone else, which we've always known that Can Sonia has a little about- buy in her. But uh, yeah, right. Sonia just blacks out. I feel like <laughs> uh, when the elevator opens and uh, freaking Ramona and Sonia come out and it's just like an indicator of things to come. They go, we always have fun. <laughs> and the door starts to close on them. And they to like get out and it like jumbles their bodies around. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not a good entrance. Oh my god. I love this part though because like I've like it's it's nice to see like you, no matter like how dramatic or like angry whatever whatever mm-hmm. drunken people get like you can always end the night on a good note by going to like a dance little scene. I agree because the people are just start they moving like oh it doesn't matter that we are fine. See this that's what fine. I like about the housewives in general, Xander, is because like. They, some of these groups of women, and not all of them, but some of them, they can have the worst, most knockdown, drag out fights, and then, like you just said, end the night with a with a bang and have a good time and get drunk and be fine the next Which day. Which you don't get, and I'm just gonna divert real quickly from the Vanderpumps. No, you don't get that from the kids. <laughs> and this is a little spinoff that you're gonna love: young, sexy body, sexy, unique restaurant, if you will. <laughs> You've piqued my interest. <laughs> I'm just saying. But none of the people are young at all. They're all in their 30s and 40s. But they're, they're go on. They're still hot and hot. <laughs> I'm in my 30s. I think, you know, hey, I'm still young. Goo goo gaga. So you don't get that from them. No. When they're out in the club, they will pour they will, beer They will pour beer on each other, yell and scream, fight, throw punches, push in pools. Yes, it's still hot. not a rap. Yeah, they might get drunk and get pissed. But these women, when they do get in there, they're like, 
Ooh, yeah. Sonia's kissing the air around people's faces because they won't let her. Yeah, they won't let her close. (laughs) 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 So painful. I was like, oh, no. I mean, yeah, Sonia's having the time of her life. She's on the table, on her back, flashing her entire vagina. There was underwear, I think, but still flashing her entire crotch, crotchetal area. I got a very good idea of it. What? What's down there? You you have a good idea? I think I I, I think it painted a picture for sure. Um, (laughs) Then I love she sort of gets off the table and then she goes straight to Bethany, who's minding her business on the couch. I don't think Bethany was dancing. She was just sitting on the couch. And then she confronts Bethany drunk as hell. And this is the sign when it's time to go to bed. Like, it's time. Mm -hmm. Beating a dead horse. It was so sad. I mean, because they argue the same thing. Well, I thought that she was going to, like, have a moment of like, okay, I forgot about. The PR thing. I thought mm-hmm. so. He was just going to fucking chill out about it. No. Psych. And Psych. Bethany leaves. Bethany just says, you're four years old, and she leaves her there. Like, she's not having a conversation, and especially an argument with somebody that's not fully even rational and all there in the head right now. Like, Listen, just, I'm a PR person, and I promote, <laughs> well, I people. promote people. <laughs> and you're out there saying that everybody's bashing everybody, and Bethany's like, I can't. No, no, I can't. I can't do this again. I'm in hell. And she's <laughs> <laughs> poor her just getting up and walking away. And the thing that I got to say, though, is like, because I, you know, I watch all the seasons, and I'm caught up and everything. Sonia and Bethany are good friends. Like, they're not enemies at all. They rarely fight. I think all of this is stemming from Bethany just wanting Sonia to get a grip come to reality, realize what she's doing, and take take some accountability for it. She's not coming at Sonia in a vicious way. I truly don't believe that. But So that's why I'm saying it's, it's so much, honestly, more uncomfortable to watch Sonia completely disregard Bethany, who is a friend, her, her, her love and caring and adoration for this girl that she... Because normally, Bethany probably wouldn't even make the time of day to even try to get the point across to any of the other girls if they were doing this. But because it's Sonia, she feels like she should. And it's it sucks that Sonia just can't... She can't wrap her brain around it. She's too drunk. Mm-hmm. And she's on the D word. And the D word, yeah. Then we get this short scene where Carol... I don't know if this was before the club or after the club. Definitely before. But Carol's wearing like a lime green rug, uh, literally <laughs> getting her makeup done by somebody. And they're talking about hickeys. They talk about why, you know, no one gives hickeys anymore. And Luann says, you know, well, her son gets hickeys. And Carol always asks <gasps> Is for that hickeys. that what she said? Yeah. Oh, she said you had to be 18. Luann says, yeah, the 18-year-olds do. Her son gets hickeys. Oh, I thought she was like doing 18-year-olds. <gasps> when was, I wasn't even going to, you when know. was your last hickey, Xander? Oh, my last hickey? Giving or getting? I would say receiving, yeah. Receiving? Um, um well, I can't remember the exact day, but... Um, definitely within the past year, I would Mine say. Mine was this year. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I can't remember if it was on my neck or not. Uh, well, well that the placement count. doesn't really matter. Um, well, matter. <laughs> <laughs> I just not a hickey. That's something else. <laughs> I, I mean, but I agree with Carol, though. Like, I, I don't agree with her asking for them. I don't really particularly want them. But I don't see, like, the public shaming of hickeys. Like, who really, who really cares? I, Unless they're just massive gargantuan disgusting things well, on your neck that's just a flex because yeah. then you're like oops you, I don't oops. like that whole thing yeah. oh I spent six what? hours you doing guys, something you guys see my this neck <laughs> you guys freaking see this Sorry, I know I have my hair like in a bun right now but it's just so hot Sorry, it's not you guys bruise. freaking see these how embarrassing I had a night I don't, I don't support that but I right. do support Carol saying there aren't enough hickeys out here. That reminds me of my, uh, this takes me back to my eighth grade social studies teacher who would, she was like in her like late twenties, early thirties, maybe she would always wear scarves because she would always have hickeys that she would try to hide. (gasps) 
And when you're in a classroom full of like 14 year olds, like it was the talk of the school. So maybe that's why. I don't know. The kids should be subjected to such things. If you work around kids, stop getting them for real. That's where my prude comes in. Friday night, they should be gone by the Monday. Relax. Take a cold compress to that neck, girl. Then we have Sonia. She's she's drunk heading back. That was a good story. We gotta arrest her. Go arrest her now. She is. Oh gosh, the children. Think of them. Sonia's drunk. She's heading back to the room. And uh, Dorinda is horrified that everyone abandoned her. So Dorinda's sort of trying to be the mom of the group. And then Sonia's sort of wandering around. She mumbles like, I used to be a model in the United Arab <laughs> Emirates. Oh, my God. And so we get a couple of little drunk Sonia scenes. Let's play the first one real quick, and then we'll talk about it. I used to be a model in the United Arab Emirates. That's the thing. That's who is doing my perfume. Who's that? Oh, it's Carol. Hi, Carol. Uh, do you have a key to my room? This is your room. No, Ramona's in your room now. So let me. All right. I can't deal with her. She's just got to go to bed. Go to bed. So I'll see you at brunch, Mom. Yeah. Brunch is early. Love the bunny here. Ramona, you want to go to the room or come to our room? I'm going to just visit them for a little bit. All right, you go with them. Not me. I'm going home. Okay. When Sonia gets this way, I, I I just can't. I can't be around her. It's just, you know what it is? It pains me. Because I can't help her. She can only help herself. It, 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 it pains me. It pains me truly. Like, I love how... And the thing about it is, like, Sonia's at her wit's end, drunk as a skunk, blackout, I'm sure. And... Everyone is trying any excuse to get her away, like shuffle her away. Like she goes to Carol and she's like, Carol, you come into the room. Blah, blah, blah. So Carol's like, no, I'm going to bed. And then she's like, oh, so, Ramona, where's this is your room key? Blah, blah, blah. Like Ramona's not having it. I just, I, poor Dorinda. I feel bad for Dorinda. Yeah, and yeah. Dorinda's fresh meat. She got stuck with the worst chore. No one wants that like anchor at the end of the night. Because you have to get them to bed safe. You can't just Sucks. ditch them, but like, oh, is it? The worst on the way there. You do even want to just kind of push him in the room and close the door, but you can't do that. Or maybe you can just be like, you know how to get back, right? <laughs> She's gone. Thank friend. God they're in a hotel, though. Like, there's only so many places she could go. <laughs> like, God, I would be bad, too, because I'm pretty selfish, especially if I've had a night out. So I'd be like, well, you got camera crews. You're not going to end up anywhere. <laughs> there's a producer around here somewhere. Hey, you're not going to end up anywhere weird. You'd be like, right. <laughs> But this all this energy from the other girls, it gets drunk Sonia mad that, you know, they're all being kind of bitchy. And she says, Carol is an art. Well, actually, let's just play the clip. Carol's an artist, though. Remember this. <laughs> Giving lawful pause. Okay, Van Gogh, time to get to bed. Enough already. I Do artists it. say to me, don't come in? Well, go over and tell them no. that. Carol Radziwill's not an artist. She's a correspondent. I'm going to take this dress off. I'm going to tell you, I'm an artist. I support artists. I raise this is what I mean. You get too upset. You get too upset. Of dollars for artists. Okay, okay. I raise millions. You know what they say? Of dollars for the LGBT. Do you trust me or no? Money speaks wealth whispers. Let's see if they can get me. John John Kennedy. I'll be right back. John John Kennedy. I got you, baby. Madonna. I gotta take a piece. I party with John John Kennedy. And Madonna all the time. Well, John John's dead, so that's difficult. Ma and, uh, I'm going to bed. Done with it all. Madonna and John F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs>
Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> I raised billions for the LGBT. I think she said LTBG, but like. Oh, I just like the sing songy stuff that she'd be doing. I- yes. <laughs> I, it just all starts out with this Carol stuff because she's she's admonishing Carol. You're, she's not an artist. She's not, she's it a journalist. It doesn't take much like, to turn your opinion of somebody when you're lit yep. they're less lit than you all of a sudden they're cold yes and they're distant and you know what because they're not as yeah, they're them. not on your level right I love this moment though because Dorinda's there the whole time with her. Dorinda's done. She's donezo with Sonia, but she's still there. Dorinda's still trying to drink though. She's trying to unwrap that skinny no, no, no. girl vodka. It was oh yeah that. Yeah. And then Sonia was also trying to open a bottle of wine. Did yes, you see that? they were both trying to get more lit. And I love how Dorinda sort of mumbles under their breath because she's dealing with drunk soda. She's like, oh, where's my cigarettes? I got to get my cigarettes. Like, so oh. Dorinda's trying to find her damn cigarettes. Uh, it's, I saw that. I also remember, I think Dorinda was probably trying to either incite something or pawn her off on Carol. because She was. Right, <laughs> she was. Of she goes, Carol's night artist. She's a correspondent. And Dorinda goes, go tell her that then. <gasps> what are you doing? <laughs> Do not go tell her that. And where did John John Kennedy and Madonna get brought in? Is it once again Sonya trying to be like, my life is better? Listen, I play with them all the time. I know she's going to probably find a way to bring that around in her drunken head to, why doesn't Carol want to party with me Mm -hmm. when I've partied with the best? Mm -hmm. Right. But Dorena goes, well, he's dead, so that's difficult. Actually, (laughs) I'm done. I'm not going to try to open this vodka anymore. She just gave up. He's dead. (laughs) Which I support. I gotta give up. Sometimes you just gotta shut it down. Sometimes Sometimes it's better just to go to sleep. I would have definitely snuck out of that room and found the other girls and talked mad shit. Oh, yeah. All night. If I was the sober one, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not sticking around for that. I mean, I doubt any of them are sober at this point. Right. But I would have definitely ran away from that and been drinking. I have a feeling Bethany was sober, but I think she was sound asleep at this point. Like, Yeah. They didn't see, they didn't show her doing anything. I think she probably gave up. Then we move on to the next morning after all is said and done and all the girls talk about the night before. You know, Dorinda says she's already given Ramona her present by taking care of Sonya all night. So there you go, girl. Like, take care of your BFF. (laughs) And... For whatever reason, Sonia feels fresh as a daisy. She's great the next day. She comes down in her little robe. She's having orange juice. She's having a good time. Like That was the most fucked up shit. Is she a cyborg? Yeah. I don't know how this is fair. That's not fair. But this is a woman in her 50s we're That's talking not about. fair. Yeah. No, I'm flabbergasted. She, I mean, she didn't even have any, like, bags under her eyes. She didn't. I'm sure she smelled different but like i'm sure there was still a stench to her but (laughs) i mean maybe she was maybe she was still a little drunk when she woke up you know what though that's the thing there is that kind of glow about you when you're still kind of drunk later when making jokes later when bethany's talking to her like her reaction is still a very irrational yeah i think you're onto something yeah maybe she had because it's not until that 2 p.m crash when you're really like oh shit what have i done (laughs) yep Um, The girls were upset to see Sonia like that last night. And Sonia thinks, you know, maybe it was the baromic pressure from the rain. You know, maybe that Uh, was the uh, reason why she got a little out of hand. Maybe it's because my dogs almost got out when they they turned open the door. I didn't even know you guys were there last night. (laughs) I do love how she she like she brings up the baromic pressure as an excuse multiple times. Yeah. Like. So which you know what, this still drunk theory is starting to make a lot of it, sense. No, now. it all fits. The puzzle piece fits together for sure. I mean, she might not have even went to bed. 
Ooh, that's no, she definitely did. Maybe if you're not getting like any interaction from people when you're all lit like that, you yeah. pass out. Yeah, you pass out unless you unless you drunk dialed somebody, which is possible. Ooh, that's you know? not that's the question. Hey. Sonia does feel bad about what happened with Bethany, though. And so they try to talk about it. So Sonia goes to Bethany's room and Bethany thinks that, you know, Sonia's amazing and smart and sexy, but she thinks that she's sad that she lost her amazing life with her ex. And that's something that her and Bethany can sort of come together on because Bethany is a divorcee as well. And, you know, she, you f- like, it's, it's just a lot, they're a lot alike. And they both have bad exes and, you know, serious, they both have serious legal issues. So basically Bethany thinks that she's holding onto her past very tightly and she can't, she can't let go of it. Even though her life is changing, she owes all this money, this and the other. What do you think? I think that's probably true. I think Bethany did her best to... Help her with that, but also at the same time, you can't be that therapist friend. It's not going to work. Yeah. No, there has she to be some sort of boundary here. She to talk here. to someone. That was all she was trying to say, and Sonya didn't even want to hear that for a moment. She was also pointing out, like, hey, like, you know, your mood is highly affected if you're under medication and also drinking heavily, which she clearly is. Right. And, like, I've seen people, like, you know, drinking, on like, whilst medicated, and, like, it does kind of reflect similar behavior and um, that Sonia has been displaying. Yeah, that uh, short-term memory kind of thing. Just, like, that, like, kind of, like, just almost, like, cracked outness. Like, it's crazy. It's erratic. Yeah. And, you know, Bethany did mean well by, you know, discussing all that stuff by her, but... No, she was a good friend. Like, you know, tasked, not simplify. the best. I but. think it, it wasn't hitting home because it was too complex, it was too layered, and it was too diagnostic well, for Sonia. Right, so especially when Bethany like, sort of brings up, like, you need to talk to someone. Like, you know, she Sonia admits that she's been off kilter since the bottom fell out of her marriage, so Bethany's like, then the best course of action is for you to, like, close the door behind you so you can open up another one, but you need to have seek professional help. And I don't think Sonia took that in. And I didn't think she liked that. When no. Sonia got turned off was when Bethany said, you need to set a drink limit for yourself. Mm. And Sonia's like, well, you know what? I appreciate what you're trying to say, but... Uh, <laughs> Let's talk it out. I have a very close relationship with my daughter, and I think <laughs> that's kind of the proof is in the pudding, so uh, go fuck yourself, and I'm doing fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Essentially, right. yeah. <laughs> I changed my mind. I'm actually doing really great. I'm doing great. And I'll drink as much as I want because me and my daughter are like this. You don't know anything about that, do you? Like it just, she's immediately defensive. It's when you bad. Bring up the and this is where she sort of almost turns on Bethany too. You're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like as much as Bethany identifies with Sonia and she like breaks down about it and says that Sonia needs to fix herself and drink less and blah, blah, blah. Sonia feels like Bethany is straight up projecting her issues that yeah. she has onto her. And it's clear that, you know, we're really not the same. You have a lot going on in your life, Bethany. But, you know, I mean, I'm dealing my things are very small and not really that big of a deal. So maybe you should focus on yourself and start projecting. She doesn't say that, but that's sort of what she's implying. Like it's completely unself-aware. Yep. The inability to course correct. And here, once again, Bethany is simply just trying to help her friend deal with her life. Oh, that's Bethany it. was a G. Like we should all have a friend like Bethany that's like, like no bullshit, like when you are being like a toxic person to be around, it's not afraid to like be like, hey, like your behavior is not okay. But then think about it. If that person was on that level all the time, it would be a lot. Yeah. That's true. a lot, fams. After true. a certain point, you're going to be like, you know what? Suck on D's. But like, I don't <laughs> think a lot of people are take that course of action with Sonia and Sonia's life. I think it's entirely unique what Bethany's doing. I don't think that's a take that a lot of people have with Sonia. But Maybe. it's not that's unique true. to Bethany's style. True. And unfortunately, if that's your kind of vibe that you're putting out all the time, that, you know, but criticizing like, thing, I people are feel, not going to hear it after I feel like point. the girls that she's around, though, like, it's just probably a lot to deal with, too. And she's the one that is going to, like, vocalize, like, how 
annoying it is being around like that sort of behavior. Yeah, because like the other girls have like been very vocal in the confessionals about like saying like they essentially can't stand Sonia this entire episode. But Bethany is the only one that's actually like being outright about that. Mm-hmm. She does bring it up. And what I also find strange is that she says these girls a lot. Like she has other friends that we don't know about that are more civilized. I do kinda, <laughs> there's a little bit of mystery. It's almost like she like kind of like views the rest like from a distance. Like she's observing yeah. them. Like she like. And, like, I can see that, like, maybe not in the sense of, like, she's better than them, but, like, she's just so different. And like Bethany we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. And just the way, like, she views things and the way she, like, presents things. Because, like, it's rare to find people that are just so forthright about, like, how things are. And, like, sometimes it's for better or for worse. But I appreciate that quality in a person. I like it okay. But also, don't tell me what to freaking do. <laughs> oh, and that's our episode, guys. And what a doozy it was. Um... Before we close out for the evening, let's hit our final segment. Hit it, Parker. Well, the episode is over and it's time to say, what's your favorite part of the show today? Okay, so, Housewives Virgin Xander, what was your favorite part of the episode? Hmm, my favorite part of the episode was probably watching um, towards the end where um, Sonia was being <laughs> escorted back to the hotel room and just spouting all of these, like, nonsense. Because, like, at this point, she's just so far gone, like, in her, like, DBT, drunken baby talk. <laughs> and, like, I've, like, it takes me back to when I've been there. It takes me back to when I've taken my friends there. And, like, it's just a little relatable It's moments. a familiar place sometimes. I, yeah, I feel that. I party with John John Kennedy and Madonna. Carol's not an artist. She's a journalist. She's a correspondent. <laughs> Why millions, she millions, millions of dollars. <laughs> millions. To the LGBT. I was a model. For the United Arab Emirates. Amanda, what was your favorite part of the episode? You know it's that sing-songy bullshit. Anytime there's like a weird little melody to... You know, Sonya's drunken ramblings. I just freaking love it. And I do, I, I wish it wasn't the same. You know, honorable mention, uh-huh. just for some variety, is the beginning where Lady Morgan doesn't want to be disturbed. No, she does it's not. Just, it's <laughs> There's things to do and no guests, please. From jump, it's out, it's outrageous. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, That's great. Um, the, I take natural pills. <laughs> And drink, and that's fine. I've got a whole list. My doctor's going to look at it when she's talking to Beth. <laughs> yeah, she does say that. So he's explaining, everything's fine. I've got my doctor taking a look at the list of natural pills. <laughs> oh, it's like, you sound insane. You sound even crazy. And one other like highlight from a, was a quote I wrote down of, I love you, stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's the tactic you have to take. Just stop, stop. Uh, yes, it's all good. All the drunk Sonya is great, and it does smack of uh, less honorable times. <laughs> and, you know, I know we'll see her rebound from this as we we have. We have, so yes. So it's, it's good. It's inspiring. And it makes me want to not drink for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I'll um, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Um, also, I got to say a couple moments that I loved. Uh, one being Kristen at the craps t- or the blackjack table, what mildly obsessed with the guy wearing an Elvis Presley hat. I thought I wanted to know more. There was something I wanted them know. to go on a date. That, I wanted to see their connection. Lot. I wanted her to be saved from that. man. So we had a <laughs> <laughs> I thought Bethany was a dick for that. <laughs> I liked Ramona's tantrum in the limo. She just wants to relax enough. I've had enough. I just, I, I like Ramona being on the high ground for once and being like, ladies, stop fighting. This is not worth our time, which in general, we don't get to see that a lot from Ramona so um and I gotta say just drunk Sonia in general she is a piece of work I never want 
to be in the same room as Junk Sonia, but mm-hmm. seeing her on my TV every once in a while, I'm not going to complain. I think it's just glorious. Like her meandering through the, <laughs> the the halls of that hotel, just trying to find somebody to slump on and talk shit to. It's is there anything? It's, it's artful sublime? poetry. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice when you have the power to turn it off when you want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I support people. <laughs> And she tries to tear everybody down. Yes. After that, that's a good way to end things. That's a good way to end things. Before we close out, Xander, our guests always get the honor of choosing the next episode. So if you want to scoot forward a little bit, you're going to choose the next one. Uh, so you're going to pick from the bowls, choose from left to right, and then we will figure. No, no, one at a time, one at a time. Or I mean, if you can, it's a ceremony. Okay, I was going <clears> to <throat> say if you can handle two at a time, go ahead. So we are going to be doing pot Potomac. Potomac. Potomac, yes. Okay. Potomac, yes. <laughs> As you can see, I'm a long time Potomac. Viewer. Is that like a Potter, Harry Potter kind of vibe? Yeah. Um, okay, and then the middle bowl will be the season we're doing. So we're looking for season one through three. So you might have to pick a few times. Oh. Season one. Season one. Ooh. Okay, and then we have... The episode we are looking for one through twelve. Cinco, episode five. So this has never happened before, but we've already covered that episode. So <laughs> that was wow. the air on the high seas. So just pick another episode, and we'll do another one from that season. Cool. <laughs> wow, we're getting old. <laughs> episode three. Uh, okay, so we're doing season one of Potomac. Episode three, it's called What a Little Whiskey Can Do. And the description reads, For Katie, the pressure shifts from her philanthropic work to her marital status. Karen and Sharice meet Katie's new friend, 26-year-old Ashley Darby, Mm. who attempts to impress the women with a whiskey tasting. So the first Ashley episode. Oh, she's going to get hazed like hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We love Potomac here. For whatever reason, we keep going New York, Potomac, and New York, Potomac. Um... To Amanda's chagrin, I made sure the Vanderpump Rules is in the mix, so don't even throw that mm-hmm. nastiness towards me. Oh, you can okay. double check. <laughs> I smelled fraud, and I was right. <laughs> A woman's intuition. This is an honest pos- podcast, but mistakes can be made sometimes. And sometimes things are done on purpose to <laughs> sabotage other people's enjoyment. Anyways, we're back in Potomac <laughs> next week. In the meantime, Xander, where can everybody find you? Oh, you can find me. Um, I'm on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook at Zan the Dancer. That's X-A-N the Dancer. I'm an Atlanta-based dancer, choreographer, and performer. Please reach out, etc. Maybe we'll do like a Housewife Historian's music video that you can choreograph yeah, of one course. day. <laughs> I have bad knees. So. <laughs> Amanda, where can everybody find you, baby? You can find me with these bad knees, <laughs> knocking around, doing as I please on the gram, baby. That's Dr. Roctopus, D-R dot R-O-C-K-T-O-P-U-S. Slide in my DMs if you want to play Hackfire with me. I'll do my best to get you into the clan when I can. And if I, if I don't, I'll just see you around in the realm. It'd be nice to have a friend. Um... Yeah, that's about it. Oh, anywhere else? Oh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube occasionally and sporadically providing commentary for a gaming channel called Lumillion Plays. That's Lumillion Plays. L-U-M-I-L-L-I-O-N Plays. P-L-A-Y-S. Beautiful. And as always, guys, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jay McKenzie. That's J-A-Y-M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-E-E. Um, 
and hit me up uh, if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to be a guest on the show. And uh, in the meantime, we will be back for the next few weeks. Don't worry. Uh, we're not taking any breaks for the foreseeable future. So don't you worry about that. And we'll see you next week for some more Potomac, early Potomac, too. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya. Ooh, I missed it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>